0: Welcome to the Ideas That Change the World podcast with Rabbi Manus Friedman, where we make sure your life will be changed for the better, one idea at a time. Rabbi Friedman is the number one voice of clarity on moral and social issues. So, what are we waiting for? Let's go change the world. What they are, most likely, and in most cases, are a reflection of our moral status. If the dreams are pleasant and positive, then we're doing something right during the day. If our dreams are negative, empty, meaningless, and annoying, disturbing, they're not premonitions of terrible things going to happen. They're simply a reflection of a discomfort and irritation in our waking life therefore the practical thing to do after a negative dream is to simply improve the quality of our life if we do that then the dream has served a purpose and that itself already feels better it served a purpose One of the reasons that bad dreams happen to good people is because when good people have a bad dream, they become better. When bad people have a bad dream, they become worse. So God doesn't give them bad dreams. (laughs) He doesn't want to make them worse. This is the meaning of the dream. One more thought. Exile is called a dream. When Mashiach comes, the Torah says, "It will be like waking up from a dream. We will realize that we had been dreaming. Hayinu kechelmen. We will suddenly wake up and realize that what had happened before was a dream." Again, how is exile a dream? Because in exile, particularly when it's lasted 2,000 years, strange combinations, contradictory things. Can coexist side by side and we don't even raise an eyebrow. A person can study Torah all his life or he can be a preacher all his life and he can talk in the name of God and think in the name of God and study the word of God and so on and so forth and at the very same time be doing something God doesn't want him to do. The example of the guy is about to break into a house He wants to rob the house. But he knows that success comes from God. So he prays for success. And he doesn't see a contradiction. He asks God to give him success in his burglary. One moment we're feeling moral and positive and good and we're ready to do the mitzvah and we do the mitzvah and the next minute it's as if we never did it. And the same of course in reverse we can be evil truly genuinely evil one day and the next day as if nothing ever happened turn around and be good and be really good a couple of years ago that would have been called hypocrisy today if we call it hypocrisy it doesn't mean anything because if that's hypocrisy then we're all hypocrites so the word has lost its meaning it's more than hypocrisy it's a dream a dream in which contradictory things can coexist and not feel uncomfortable, not feel wrong. And that gives us a great opportunity. It's possible for a good person to go bad with, with no great reason, without any traumatic event, simply because it's a dream. But then again, it also gives a bad person the ability to become good. Without great trauma, you don't have to be the great bal tshuva and fast six days a week and cry every morning for forgiveness. You can become good simply by deciding to. How is it possible? After not keeping certain mitzvahs for so many years, how can you just turn around and start keeping the mitzvah? After not being... A moral person for so many years, how can you simply turn around and become moral? Won't it feel hypocritical? It doesn't matter. We're dreaming. And we have to take advantage of the dream. It permits us to become good for no reason at all. And with no preparation at all. We need no excuses. I was bad yesterday, so what? Today's different. That's hypocrisy? No, it isn't. I'm dreaming. And that's what's going to happen when Mashiach comes. If we look around and we say, look, look at how many people still need to change their opinions and to change their lifestyle in order to be ready for Mashiach. So how can we really believe that Mashiach is coming today? Isn't it going to take time to convince all these people? And the answer is not in a dream. In a dream, nothing takes time. In a dream, you don't have to follow a logical sequence. The bad can be over, and the good begins in a second. And so Mashiach can come in a second. And that's the reality of our condition. When Mashiach comes, we wake up, and we realize we've been dreaming. So the state of the dream invites us to simply make new resolutions take on radically better habits and lifestyle and so on, begin to observe a new mitzvah, and you don't need excuses. You don't need to read up on the subject. You don't need to become a master of philosophy or theology. You can simply allow yourself to be as good as anyone has ever been. It doesn't matter what you were until this very moment. The same is true with a birthday, and today happens to be my birthday. Mm -hmm. So, the Rebbe wants us to celebrate our birthdays publicly, which is a new custom. Usually, birthdays were celebrated through introspection and a little bit of uh, isolation and contemplation, reflection on the past year and the coming year and so on. But recently, the Rebbe has said that we have to celebrate our birthdays publicly we have to make a big tumult about it, a lot of noise about it and share our, uh, our resolutions because on the day of the birthday, it says in Kabbalah, that a greater amount of your soul is accessible to you on that day than on other days and therefore what you want to accomplish And what you resolve to do will be more effective and more successful on the day of your birthday than any other day. So when we have a combination of a dream and a birthday, then we can do anything. We can really become radically better. And without without any strain, without any effort, simply by deciding to take advantage of this free for all that is presented to us in this world before Mashiach comes. If you want to be good, you can. The instructions are there, the opportunity is there, the the preparations are unnecessary, and in a moment we can turn ourselves, our community, and our world into a godly place we can turn it into a wonderful place, even though a moment ago it seemed to be dark and doomed and hopeless. So I invite you to share in the spirit of the birthday and to take advantage of the dreams, to, uh, to make radical steps, to simply turn around. And surprise everyone who knows you by becoming better. It'll feel funny. People will be unbelieving, particularly yourself. You'll say, No, it's not me, it's not me. Who was this actor a while ago who grew a beard, wore the beard for a while, and then took it off? And he said he couldn't stand it. It made him it made him feel too dignified (coughs) couldn't tolerate couldn't see himself being dignified so our self-image limits us sometimes and we can't believe ourselves being so good but in a dream you can believe it you can believe it and it's true it's genuine it's for real the goodness is for real and so following the advice of how to celebrate a birthday contemplate and dwell on yourself. What does that mean? Simple. Think about what you could be. Then think about what you ought to be. And then think about what you are. If that doesn't make you become better, it will. It's very simple. And in our days of goals, everything is simple. We can easily become bad, and we can just as easily become good.